When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, I was just <laughs> bitching about how bored I was and how I just want to go back to work and not anymore. Hate work. It's a good thing you didn't wish to be big. Otherwise, you'd be 85 right now. It's got a point, man. You got to be grateful. <laughs> You would be an adult in, like, an old adult's body instead of Tom Hanks and a, a child in Tom Hanks's body. Or me in Tom Hanks's body now. Or Tom Hanks in your body right now. Hmm. Hi, I'm Sean. <laughs> I, I can't do Tom Hanks. Sean Hanks. <laughs> okay, can you guys hear the cat doing that? I did earlier. Uh, is the, is the, the cat is yeah. doing a Tom Hanks impression? Yes. I'd make a good husband. <laughs> and it's... It's really bad. Yeah, the cat clearly thinks is is clearly thinking of Tom Cruise. <laughs> I want the truth. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. If your business paper needs or Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and famed 76er, Sean Roney. I'm Edwin James, Urkel Guru. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Hey, sweetie, what is it? It's not sweetie, it's Michael Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week is a voicemail week, which is one of my favorite episodes. We do them four times a year or so. So, More than uh, that. More than that now? More than that, but not often enough. (laughs) <laughs> that number right. is not current yeah uh <laughs> so uh before we get into all these great voicemails though uh alex do we have any housekeeping to start with we do we, we, we've been we've been burning the candle at both ends a bit this last month which is to say we put up uh a season one recap of party down season two will be coming and then we will be mm-hmm. covering the brand new season that just comes out that's all in our patreon We've been recording that. We just put out our Patreon episode yesterday, uh, knocking on two hours. And I don't know, that was that was some of the most fun I've had in a Patreon app in, in quite a while. That was, it was an a especially good one, good one from Ya Boys. Um, <laughs> just a ton. And we got, uh, we've just been recording a lot. And it's, it's, it's now is the time. If you haven't joined Scott's Tots, please do it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Five bucks. 
join the join the movement you know join the herd <laughs> ad free episodes uh all sorts of bonus content bonus draft episodes hours and hours and hours and hours of mailbag episodes and trust me if you like us like if you like the three of us on this show you're gonna love <laughs> us on our patreon show <laughs> we're so we're, <laughs> we don't even care we turn it up. We turn that dial up to 11. We go all the way. Uh, and then, of course, uh, join our Discord. The Discord is popping off. I know I keep yeah. saying that, but we keep getting more and more people every week, and it's a it's a joy to watch the community grow. Shout out, as always, to Brianna and Kayla holding it down, running our yep. Discord. Um, it's a good time. It's a good time to be alive, gentlemen, just in general. <laughs> well, thank you, Alex. Uh, you betcha. Yeah. If you if you like the show, support <laughs> us on Patreon. It's uh it's a, a great way to be a part of uh, something cool. So, uh, but today's episode is voicemails, dude. Alex, sup? Hit me with the first voicemail. We got a we got a crop. It's a crop, dude. We That's got a, a lot crop. of voice. <laughs> That's a crop. Mm-hmm. Uh, great voicemails here. Uh, from all over the world, all over the country. Let's gonna we're gonna go ahead and start though. Uh, from Portland, Oregon. From <laughs> Ryan, who does her artwork. No. Yeah. We're going to start with um, uh, Maddie. And I'm forgetting where Maddie is from. She is from Georgia. Maddie. All right. In Georgia. Hi, this is Maddie calling from Columbus, Georgia. Um, so I recently watched an episode of Modern Family where Phil was kind of explaining to Claire um, where he was hiding his money that he left in the house, and he basically did oh, yeah. a very similar thing to Michael Scott when he was trying to remember a name of somebody, and he has a bunch of these little rhyming tactics that he uses to figure out mm. where he hid the money, like Michael, to figure out the name. Um, and it got me thinking, do you guys, or are there any um, other characters on TV or shows that remind you of characters from The Office? Um, just I wanted to make sure I kept this short and brief, but I did want to give you guys a shout out. You're amazing. I love what you guys do, and keep up the good work. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, thank you so much, Maddie. And a good question. Yeah, a great question. Great. Uh, You know, I always thought that uh, Karen Filippelli reminded me a lot of uh, Ann Perkins. Oh, Ah. Sean. Yeah, they look very similar. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Sean. I'm joking okay it's a joke but uh, uh joking very on... comedically humorous joke. <laughs> <laughs> um where were you two hours ago beautiful mind a... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the drops <laughs> coming in hot and early <laughs> i mean whatever uh <laughs> <laughs> we, we got drop board honestly i was trying to find my i i know i have a karen I have a Philip Heller's drop, but I can't find it. It's lost in the shuffle. Okay, we'll just play it the second you, you find it. You do know? you have a drop for no matter what we're talking? Other TV characters that remind you of Office characters? I don't, but I do have some answers. I would like to hear. Have you? Do you guys any jump off the top of your noggin? I think you know one thing that we've talked about on the show before. Like I think it's like a question out there uh, is who would win in a fight, Nick? Uh, Ron Swanson or Dwight Schrute. So, you know, I think those two characters are a little similar in there. Yeah. I mean, I think they're... I think the, the, there's a lot of Parks and Rec comparisons. It's just they occupy sure. similar spaces in TV because of 
how similar the showrunners are. I was and, trying to think and of when I say what... similar, I mean the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of who Jim reminded me of though, and Office Space came to mind. Hmm. Um where the main character really just wants to do nothing and mm-hmm. you know, I mean just Ron kind Livingston. of yeah. That's right. That's right. And uh that's kind of what he aspires to. And for a while, that is kind of what Jim seems to be about yeah. is just like, he's mm. just like, I'm just trying to do as little work as possible, make my money and go home. Uh, I think it's, I think it's just a common theme, you know, in, in just like anything uh, centered around a, a, an office space, you yeah. know, that cubicle people life just, in general. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Edwin, you got any? Yeah. I mean, well, the question was for TV shows, right? <laughs> Correct. Thank you. Um, True. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I know it's it's okay. It's um. I think. I Mike mean, Judge makes sort of... TV shows. That's true. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be quiet. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, there are two sort of categories. I think there's one that, broadly speaking, there's like that sort of comedic lead that seems like would fit in the office or would make like a bold have a bold presence on the office that are in a lot of sitcoms like it's very easy for my mind to go to like all right yeah i mean you mentioned parks like all right leslie nope or um like uh jessica today from new girl or uh, even phil from modern family like a lot of these sort of character leads Mm. that with a lot of like uh like awkward charm um so they would stand out but then also you have like characters with a lot of like eccentricities like you talked about ron swanson um and I think, I mean, it's funny because you have to kind of think in the context of a workplace. So, like, outside of Modern Family where you have Phil, every every character there is more of, like, a family member than a coworker. Yeah. Um, you could see Mitchell maybe from Modern Family in as an ensemble character within The Office. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And I could also see maybe uh, maybe a Winston from uh, from New Girl being a modern, mm. uh, an office ensemble. I don't know. I think, um, Alex, did you have any that come to mind? I do. I, I, I jotted a little list uh, in the time before recording. Uh, this is that Andy and Angela, like if they'd been married for like 15, 20 years, they'd be a lot. Mm-hmm. They'd be kind of slim, like Andy, especially would be similar to Jerry from Rick and Morty. Who's very just mm-hmm. like, hello, my flower. And just getting mm-hmm. no, just nothing in return. <laughs> of just being like, oh my God, Jerry, you're so lame. Uh, I could just see Andy growing into Jerry from Rick and Morty. Um, this is a two-parter for Toby, but either Higgins from Ted Lasso or Smithers from oh. uh, Simpsons. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I see a lot of Smithers-Toby crossover just in how they're treated huh. by their boss and also like just their general demeanor. Yeah, um, yeah. Also Valentina from White Lotus. Angela vibes, heavy, heavy Angela vibes. I could see Angela okay, yeah. also running a White Lotus successfully, but also being <laughs> miserable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, two more. Uh, Meredith. I went to Reno 911. Deputy Clementine, who's played by Wendy McClendon-Covey, Wendy McClendon-Covey yeah. a.k.a. Concierge Marie. Yes. In Reno 911, she just has a lot of the, like, how you like me now? She's got a lot of that energy from Meredith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd love to see Meredith That's a good one. in Reno 911. I think she'd be perfect as well um, and read 911 such a good show it's, it's a gem it's a gem my last one this is pretty niche from silicon valley dwight 
as as Hoover Clemens, who is the head of security at Hooli in Silicon Valley, if you've ever seen that show. Uh, it's very well, niche. I mean, I have, but I like I have a hard time. So I can like kind of see it. Yeah, Clemens shows up like third, fourth season in maybe, and he's like, he does all of Gavin Belson's dirty work in Silicon Valley. He's his head of security. He's very Dwight. He's like obsessed with authority. He's obsessed with power. He's obsessed with uh, using physical force in security situations, and he worships mm. Gavin Belson okay, yeah, much I like Dwight. I, I, yes, worships I can Michael. picture him now. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. He's got a shaved head. He's kind of have his crazy eye. He's he's great. That's right. He's honestly he's one of the best characters <laughs> think, in that show. I think I may have misunderstood the question as it was asked. So the question is not sitcom characters who could also be in the office, but no, 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 specific characters that remind you one to one. Yes, yes. So then, yeah, I definitely misheard and just gave you characters that would also fit oh. in the office. Well, um, there you I don't go, know if Maddie, that came across, you got two but... types of answers for your question. <laughs> well, I can give you a couple really quickly that that I think fit in. Um, yeah, ten seconds. All right, uh, Kayla and Jimmy from Hacks. <laughs> Oh, Kayla is the uh, the assistant who's yep. like uh, who's like making very inappropriate advances towards uh, towards Jimmy all the time. Kind of reminds me of Aaron a little bit, but mm-hmm. like Aaron who like a version of Aaron that like knows exactly what she's doing, like mm-hmm. <laughs> is playing. Dumb. And then um, Jimmy reminds me a lot of David Wallace, just in having to deal with like a subordinate who is like not listening to their <laughs> their requests or answers for anything. That's a very good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but no. Thank you for the question, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm curious if anyone has any others. Uh, please send them in. And yeah. Phil for Michael Scott is about is that's so good, pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah man, awesome. that's very awesome. true. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Next question here is uh, we're going to Kelly, way over in Virginia. Hi, Nard Dog. I'm Lou Peacham. This is Kelly from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Love the pod. I just wanted to call and ask um, my question. So I know after Steve Carell leaves, um, we don't really hear that much about Michael anymore, especially in that song they say, Remember to Call, and they don't really reference him. I don't know if that was just Steve Carell trying to kind of make a clean break, letting the rest of the ensemble shine, but I always thought that was a little weird. So I was curious if you all find that weird. And if they did, um, if it did go a different way and they chose to kind of reference Michael Scott um, in seasons eight and nine, what would you want that to look like? Like what kind of references would you want to hear hearing the the um, ensemble talk about communicating with him outside of the documentary? So that's my question. Keep up the great work. Love your guys' podcast so much. Bye. Thank you so much. Thanks, uh, I'm Lou Peachum. um yeah uh what comes to mind for me is like if if he was gonna call the office it would be like uh it'd be a cold open and i mean it could be just so similar to when he's calling pam when she works at the new york branch (laughs) and pamela like i mean it could just be jokes like that just him calling people and bothering them or trying to play one of his prank phone calls on them mm-hmm. pure annoyance that comes from pure affection <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would have been a nice little thing to just sprinkle in just every now and then someone's on the phone with michael mm-hmm. you know? yeah i, I love yeah. that 
Oscars. Yeah, well, like, yeah. like every I know you're there, buddy. I know you you're there, buddy. Every, pick up the phone. You pick up the phone character. and you got it on you. Yeah. <laughs> Creed, I know you're sitting there, you old bag of bones. I've got <laughs> a solitaire. A need for Creed. I have a need. <laughs> I have a need for Creed. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> I can you take my phone I call? Think, yeah. I, think <laughs> yeah. I think for some specific things I would see is like, like we know he has, you know, kids with Holly, and like he has to get a second phone to store the photos of his kids, right? Mm-hmm. I could see him like him saying that like they're having that like they had the baby and sending some pictures, and Pam like being like, oh look, they look beautiful. They had a picture, and then be like, oh god, and like. Michael sending very graphic photos of the birth, but like, oh. like, like, yeah, with his thumbs up still in it, you know, and just like right next, right next to the action, and just being like, oh, oh, Michael, oh my God, just like, I feel like I have seen that joke somewhere though before. Does that ring a bell to you, Edwin? The, mm. Like showing the pictures that are, anyways, I love. Yes, I can yeah, totally like a way see too graphic birth photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's yeah. he's just ecstatic. For him, it's all beautiful. He's just not thinking about who's getting guys. <laughs> you guys, this is the miracle of life. <laughs> I a picture of him Michael with like, <laughs> a big cigar, like right next to the doctor. I mean, this is all the. These are all the. These are like inversions of all the jokes from the delivery. Yeah, he's there with like a photo of the newspaper, and he's got photos of the newspaper for like a week, just yeah. in case. Yeah, um, like that. Um, I'd like to hear him on a speakerphone call, in like walking around wherever he got a job in Boulder, and being like, mm-hmm. "This is Tim over here. Hey, Tim!" And just hearing, <laughs> you just get little echoes. Hello, like, Michael. Hi, <laughs> hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> I would have liked just to hear kind of like his little office he has in Boulder. I could see Michael sending a care package. Oh, and yeah. it's like mm-hmm. a lot of things that they already have in Scranton, just like very slightly different. <laughs> like he thinks it's like traveling to an exotic land. Or a very um, obviously like booby trapped box. Of like yeah. <laughs> yeah just, mm. <laughs> I was going to say it's a uh, <laughs> glitter bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, it'd just be like a, it's a box of shattered pickle jars. <laughs> yeah. With a note that says, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It's like they make great pickles the out here in Colorado. Yeah. And if you deal with you, it, the trick yeah. about yeah. shipping them is you just got to pack them in as tight as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a then they won't break. box. Yeah. And Dwight, yeah. Yeah. And Dwight would be like, those are still good. Yeah, there's a perfect <laughs> Michael, open right there. Well, he. He just like after he's done meticulously packing the box, he like kind of drops it on the floor, and he's like, "That'll be fine." <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I, I think as far as Michael not being alluded to very much in season eight and nine, I think there are a couple of things at work. Number one is uh, usually when sitcoms do this and characters leave, they don't refer to them very often because they can't really come back in any sort of meaningful way, yeah. um, right. and they kind of need to focus on the characters at hand. It's even more pronounced in Parks and Rec where they just never Mark Brandanowitz just doesn't has never existed <laughs> when, uh, when um Adam Scott and um Rob Lowe joined the joined the cast Mark Brandanowitz is just poof he never existed um but with Michael I think I mean and then there's another thing where um 
with Michael's sort of growth that he shows at the end of season seven, it is actually somewhat, um, I don't want to say realistic, but maybe understandable why he wouldn't be so involved in the day-to-day of the office. I mean, there is that episode of him kind of grappling with the fact that D'Angelo is the boss and everybody's laughing at his jokes and Jim is like, you know, we have to do this. So <laughs> there, there are bits and pieces of that too. Um, I do, I mean, I'm just thinking of the part of the question now where it's like, how would you want to be involved? I, I, I do like the ways that they did, which, I mean, the two that come to mind outside of the finale are, um, well, when Aaron, when D'Angelo comes back in his hospital gown and Aaron just says, Michael. Um, That's right. And then also when Pam is pregnant in season eight and just goes, little Michael Scott. Jim's like, nope, don't like that joke. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the only other one that I can think of is when Dwight has the business card for manager already made up and David asks why he has it. And he's like, if, uh, if Michael ever got in a car accident and Jim and Andy were both like in sales, regional conventions or something in the same day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess, uh, I don't know. A question to you guys. How would you like to have seen Michael alluded to again? Or maybe we talked about, about that with him calling and yeah. I can, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, um, do you I'll w- just do say you that wish- in uh, yeah, in the Sex in the City reboot and just like that. Oh, you love uh, that show! You couldn't stop talking about it. Kim Cattrall didn't want to come back to the franchise, and they just like wrote it into the show where like, uh, what, what's her name? The lead Kim Cattrall. No, the lead in Sex of the City. Sarah Jessica Parker. Thank you. Sarah Jessica Parker is like just texting Samantha like, I miss you. Please come back. And then it would be like (laughs) typing dot, dot, dot. And then like it would go away. And it's like, it's like Kim Cattrall is like publicly said she like has no interest in doing the show anymore. And it's this weird (laughs) tease slash maybe them trying to like get her to come back. Anyways, just a bit. Just interesting. Just this is an example of not moving on from a character who's left the show. Have you seen that video of Kim Cattrall scatting? <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's no. so random, but it's very funny, and it lives in my head rent-free. You should look it up. Everyone should look it up. It's very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Next, uh, right. <laughs> next voicemail. <laughs> next Kim Cattrall voicemail. should have been on The Office. This one is from... Um, uh, let's see. We're going to Hannah from New Jersey. Hi, boys. This is Hannah calling from New Jersey. I'm quite literally in the middle of listening to the karaoke episode. And I just want to ask, have you ever done a Songs of the Office segment or episode? Like, there are just some songs that when you hear in the wild, all you can think about is the office. Like, to die for your body is a wonderland and all I was thinking was Michael <laughs> and that cringy scene with him singing to the two waitresses. But anyway, I would just love to hear you boys talk a little bit about songs of the office and um, songs that instantly make you think of the office and nothing else. Anyway, love the show. Toodaloo. Bye. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks, Thanks. Hannah. Um, yeah, I think so. First of all, one of the first things we ever did was like a, a trivia game, I guess, of trying to name as many songs as we could that were sang on the office. It was trivia. It was trivia on our first episode. Yeah, that's right. But, but, uh, it was Andy. I, it was Andy's 
Yeah, every song Andy that Andy sings. sings. Um, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, Alanis Morissette, you, 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 odd and uh, Kevin doing the extra mm-hmm. U's in there is just. Yeah, it's I hard to it. hear that song, and you want you want the, you want the U's to keep going for sure. On and on. I think I mean I li- I like the idea of dedicating a full episode to like music on the office because I think there are a lot of different lanes you can take, um, like karaoke performances and Andy's music and Kevin's music and Daryl's music. I mean I'm not just talking about Kevin and the Zits, but there are all of their collected side projects. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then all the songs that they sing. I mean one of our Patreon questions from this most recent mailbag was songs that you like can't hear mm-hmm. without thinking of the office version first. Mm-hmm. And some really good examples, you know, um, Islands in the Stream. Yeah. We Belong. Um, yeah, there's just like a lot, like The Office does that a lot. I mean, it's, it's you, you know, I mean, the Dundies is great for that. If you want to hear Michael change the lyrics to a number of classic songs, which for me is Ruin Them for Life. <laughs> you know, speaking of Islands in the Stream, my wife and I sang that. We did karaoke at the end of our wedding. Uh, and we sang that one as a duet. Now, you know what? It didn't feel... I feel like we broke through the office, or at least I didn't feel like I was doing an office bit. Uh, obviously, it's a classic karaoke duo song, but that one actually, I, I, I reclaimed that one just for me. So I separated from the office. However, once I still, uh, whenever I hear that Sean Paul song or whatever it is in Boost Cruise. Oh, get busy. I just like, I think about Michael Scott dancing. Not that that song held any special place for me, but like it's a hard song to not hear sometimes, and it's just every time it's, I'm right back on the booze cruise, which I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind. There's worse things that a song can bring you to. One for sure that for me that uh, always I thought of it immediately when you said uh, when you were talking about Sean Paul, but OPP from the beginning of the Dundies, the Dundies. How could I explain it? Yep, I take oh, it yeah. a bit. Yeah, it. I always think of that when I hear that little piano intro from OPP. Um, I was going to say, I mean, everybody dance now from my favorite <laughs> episode, Cafe Disco, is... Uh... <laughs> and there's the song from Rent, you know? Oh, uh, sure. But that's already such a... so ingrained in musical theater. It's, the Office just it felt more like an homage, not, not, a, not a reclamation of that song. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's there's not a ton that that your body well, time Wonderland I... is a great call. That's a really good call. Yeah, I mean, so much of the karaoke ones are the most obvious because that's where characters sing in their own mm-hmm. voice and you know having their own sort of affectation on it, like the way that Dwight sings on um, that Green Day song. Um, you know, he, they just put their own spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and maybe it's the last one for me. Every time I hear the scar, and I can't, I can't help but think of the Office. <laughs> <laughs> Twist my arm. All right. Well, thanks, Anna. Uh, thank you, Anna. Good question. Thank you, Anna. Uh, let's move on to our next one. This is coming <laughs> from Paul in Ohio. Hi, this is Paul, and I am calling from Toledo, Ohio. I'm actually watching the super fan cut of the promotion because of the season just came out. And there's a scene that I don't understand why they cut it. I guess they had to cut it for time, but they should have cut something else because it's the funniest. After 
Michael and Jim go out there and Jim gives his little speech and does the rewind, they go back in the conference room and just absolutely roast each other before coming up with the <laughs> merit-based race idea. But that is absolutely hilarious. And I also have a question for you guys. What is your favorite deleted scene? Thanks. Keep up the awesome show. I look forward to this episode. Have a good one. Uh, thank you, Paul. It got cut off right at the end, but he's yeah, asking, what you. is your favorite deleted scene? Huh. Um, yeah, I'll say uh, one that I've I've mentioned before, which is um, watching the extended cut of Baby Shower. I was kind of shocked by them cutting this scene at the end, which I guess was maybe just too too heavy for the episode of Michael oh, yeah. telling Astrid, baby Astrid, that, you know, you know, he after the whole episode of everyone making fun of him for thinking that the baby is his or whatever, trying to be the baby's father, he tells the baby, like, uh, well, I grew up without a dad and I just didn't want you to. So, but I guess that's just the way that it has to be. And it's a really sad uh, mm-hmm. scene and really well acted by Steve Carell and sure uh, I just you know I would say like that's a favorite just in that I was so shocked at how good it was and bummed that they cut it yeah uh, a question we get a lot too is like what in the extended cuts like what do you what other things do you get um, I'm blanking on the episode now but this is just in the in that vein you get the entire. You get so much of the story between Kevin and Lynn, of like how mm. they actually, how he actually asked her out, and like, you know, mm. it, uh, Golden Ticket and Golden Ticket. That's what it was. Yeah, that is a great extended cut because you you get the full kind of backstory of like how that all happens. Um, anyway, people always wonder. I wonder Kevin and Lynn. They just kind of go away, but they seem like a great couple. Uh, mm-hmm. My answer. I'm gonna go to Product Recall which is when there's kind of a super cut of all of Michael's apology videos. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. It's just my favorite stuff. Like the Michael's apology videos, they're, they're, they're so funny on their own, but seeing so many of back to back and just like Pam having to deal with them. Uh, <laughs> this one, you get uh, a, a, a belated birthday message to his mom. You get a video to his condo association where he apologizes for swimming naked in their <laughs> pool. It's just like, <laughs> I love it all. Yes. It's, it's, I understand why you would delete that, but it's just, just comedy gold. Um, I think for me, the one that stands out the most um, is, I think it's from Benny Hanna Christmas, but it's Ryan and Kelly and it's them in the dumpster. First, I mean, <laughs> Kelly's oh, saying, yes. don't, try to, don't dump me when I'm in the dumpster. And then them banging it out in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. Your, yes. Your shock value of that uh, of that moment <laughs> is so funny. Like, just to have that uh, <laughs> yeah, um, included back in. That's the one that comes to mind the most. I'm really glad, Sean, that you picked something more heartfelt because it balances it out. <laughs> um, and uh, honorable mention, a really recent one that we even talked about on the show, but like the supercut of the uh, – the actors doing impressions to the other characters is incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Quite good. Quite good. Quite, uh, quite yeah. good. Um, <laughs> thank you, Paul. Thanks Great you, Paul. question. Great question. Let's move on. Uh, let's go. Oh, to and Kevin yeah. might be Astrid's father. That's another one. <laughs> that's, that's. Oh yeah. Sure. By the IHOP. 
We've got a few left. Let's actually take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'll tell you what's better than finding quality candidates. It's finding them instantly. For a powerful hiring partner, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. You hate waiting? Well, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Now, we're lucky on this show in that all the co-hosts, we were friends, we knew each other, we just decided to do this show. I mean, if I had to hire two co-hosts on my own, forget about it. No, no, no. I would use Indeed. Why? Because they have Instant Match, where candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S. Indeed data. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Scott to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Scott. Indeed.com slash Scott. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And we're back with the Michael Scott Podcast Company. In progress. Recording late on a Wednesday night, early Thursday morning for our boy Edwin. Yeah, it's early. <laughs> Super early. Uh, Edwin's Edwin's finishing coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean and I are finishing beers. We're all over the map here. Oh no, you got a, like a Negro. What you got there, Sean? Some kind of oh, Negroni. It's, it's the Andrew Bernardier. Oh, AKA, you're so uh, on brand. Oh, He's a just on brand. A reference folks. to our uh, uh, the signature cocktail from our 100th episode live yes. stream, which is to say, episode 200 coming up in uh, in very short order. And we yeah. will be coming up with something, uh, perhaps another live stream, but there'll be something fun and, and exciting perhaps, for episode. And perhaps a new cocktail Hundo. from Sean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. you get working on it there, bud. All right, send me, uh, send oh. me over a few options. I'll approve them. Oh, okay. Didn't we have Alex? Well, no. Uh, Alex tasted Scotch and Splenda on our, on our episode 100, right? I did. If we get enough uh, audience support, he will do it again. He told me before the show, before we started recording, that if we get enough support, <laughs> he will do it again. I will. Um, That's yeah. right. So write in. I'll, even, I'll drink an even nicer scotch with even more sugar in it. Yeah. <laughs> the full hydro flask. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get back to the voicemails here. We're going to Arkansas. Please. Arkansas, the land of, of, my, of my ancestors, uh, uh, Chris in Arkansas. Hey guys, this is Chris again uh, from Arkansas. So, um, I was thinking about band names based on The Office, and I came up with a few. Wanted to run them by you, see what you think. Here we go. Uh, Tentist. Um, I don't know what kind of band that would be, but go with it. The Metal. Turntables. 
undercooked onions, cream <laughs> thoughts, Rob and the broccolis, hot dog fingers, mm-hmm. dishes, <laughs> nebulose, uh, collared people, <laughs> oaky afterbirth, <laughs> philanderers, and my favorite, sugar boobs. All right, maybe do a draft of those. I'll see you later. Awesome. Thank you, That's Chris. so good. Send these in. I, I really just, like Stitches. I want other people. This is, Stitches is awesome. Stitches is mm. good. Stitches is a heavy metal band. Oh, I would think it's Stitches would... is like a two-woman like pop like group. Um, oh. Stitches. You don't think it would be I thought they were like hardcore. A, a rapper named Lil Stitches? <laughs> I'd like to see all three of these acts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Lil Stitches, that's Lil the stitches? one. That's the one. Uh, well, Ryan and I always joke about our our pop punk band called Plop. The two of you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we've had it for years. We haven't written Plop. any songs. Nah. There's an album. There's an album like, by uh, There's an album by Sean Roney in the ether out there. You guys are like there. Wham. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I have Wham. I have your Plop. album on my hard drive, Sean. Uh-oh. Which album? Space Heater. Oh, right. Which album? <laughs> I love um, it. Uh, there's so, the, so many good band challenge? names. The, 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 like, it's, it's different than like trivia team names or other things. Like There's just certain things that are good band names. I always thought the Florida Arc is a good band name. <laughs> I like that. Talonasty? It's probably a better album name, but I like it. <laughs> Talon Nasty. I like that one a lot. Talon Nasty is good. Um, good. How about uh, Katie Lang? <laughs> <laughs> That's my pick. Uh, a lot I think of name I said recognition. This for a trivia name, but I think the Lizard Kings would be a good band name, too. That's a good one. That's like yeah. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, yeah. That's kind of. It's kind of. Which is a much better name. That's a much better name and a much better band. Very good. Uh, I mean, the Dundies would be a good name for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is good. Oh, yeah. You're like the monkeys. Yeah. But you're the Dundies. Or a more current band. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the... Uh... Socket. The Socket band. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it steady. Mm. Papa Bond drilling. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you just go... Disaster yeah. Kits Limited. Persona non grata. <laughs> Yo, if you rolled up with a band called Crest Tool and Die, like I'm buying a ticket. I gotta see what you're all about. Disaster uh, Kits Limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool guy Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh all right. Thank you, Chris. The five families. Send us your list. Just give us just like Chris did it, just be like, here's my list. Just read us a whole list of band names based on the office. Different from trivia names, but there's there's more out there. Uh, let's move on man. here to, I got to say, guys, I, I want to give a quick special shout out to Jacob from Dunder Mifflin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. The guy, the guy is the most dependable voicemail lever we have by far. And I mean that wow. with zero disrespect to the likes of, say, a Thaddeus. Mm. Uh, but Jacob leaves so many voicemails, but but at no point does it does it feel forced. I feel like I could call Jacob at any time, and he'd be like, "What's up, man? 
so good <laughs> to talk to. I think he's like a warm answering machine who's just always there for us. So I just want to give a shout out to Jacob because he leaves nice. us a lot of very heartfelt, awesome messages all the time. Heck yeah, thanks, Jacob. Uh, so we're gonna play. He did one. Yeah. Wait, before you before you start, he did one where he maybe I've talked about this on the show before, but he like called and like he called and left the voicemail before he listened to an episode, and then he called and left the voicemail right after he listened to the episode. Oh, and like the I love the conceptual nature of it. it's like it's it's hard to it would be hard to show on the on the podcast, but like I like I. You know, as as we try have, have tried to think of concepts for the podcast and do different yeah. takes on how to do a TV podcast, like I, I I appreciate the creativity so much, dude. His they often come in packs of two or three at a time. It's incredible. Mm. Uh, let's listen to one of these uh, from Jacob and Sean. You're gonna love you're gonna love <laughs> this one because it's pretty much just for Edwin and I. <laughs> hey, what up, Cynthia? <laughs> Jacob Dunham from Phoenix. <laughs> just want to give you guys a shout out. Uh, you're doing a fantastic job. Um, I gotta say, in all my re-listens, that goes uh, Apple Podcast and Patreon. All my re-listens. Pretty sure one of my top favorite things is when you guys bring up that dude from Breaking Amish or Amish in the City, whatever it was. <laughs> you guys like little oh, games list. and puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few other things where you guys reference that again. <laughs> And it's just hilarious every time you bring it up. So thank you for that. Also, how about Dane was 71 the other night? Crazy, right? Buddy. Hell of a player. Shouldn't have been all-star reserve. Didn't get that. Or was he? No, he wasn't a reserve. Either way, hell of a game. Uh, Blazers, maybe make the playoffs. I don't know. LeBron's out for a couple weeks now. Uh, Suns, uh, my son, thank you, are doing pretty well. The bus game the other night really hurts. Free throws killed us. But playoffs right around the corner, boys. Time is in the chamber, boys. <laughs> Love you guys. Okay, come on, come on. Hey! We got sports games again! Yeah! <laughs> uh, he left a drop at the end of the voicemail? No, that was me. That was me. Oh, okay. I will say, though, Jacob ends almost all of his voicemails now with just a little, come on. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's a great little, little drinky drinky. Come on. <laughs> it's a great sign off. Uh, just want to shout out Dame. 71 points. We got to talk about it because, right. I mean, who else mm-hmm. is going to talk about it? Friend of the podcast. <laughs> Friend of the Damian podcast, Lillard. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Scored He's welcome anytime. Yeah. And was immediately drug tested after. 71. That's crazy. Yeah, ridiculous. But um, well, ridiculous on both accounts. Ridiculous. Scoring effort and, uh, the, and for that. Yeah. I mean, Blazer season's looking a little little bleak it's not great it's not terrible which is just where you don't want to be in the nba you know just mm-hmm. just stuck between deciding if you're all in or all out but uh anyway just wanted to bring that up shout out to the phoenix suns i hope you guys do well good luck to kd mm-hmm. good luck to all your endeavors yeah good luck out there. to kd no doubt yeah do you think if kd wins one with the suns will it count as like kd got his own Versus the Warriors because he's still joining Devin Booker and Chris and Chris Paul, you know. I mean, maybe it's 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 hard to it's hard to parse because on one hand he got traded there, he didn't go as a free agent, but on the other hand, it seems like that was a preferred destination for quite a while. So hard to say. Um, I I also don't think that you can ever say that championships don't count because they all count. Like I agree. 
Adam Morrison has championships, you know. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blazer's great. Adam um, Morrison. And 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 no and no disrespect to Adam Morrison, he's just like one of those people that come up as, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that has been our segment. Include. Uh, hey, we got sports games again. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about Moe's. Let's talk about like Moe's. Wait. Let me. Let me. Play oh, out, yeah. Let me play out that segment first. Hang on. Nathan Ford's arm looks pretty strong. He's... <laughs> it's the only other sports drop I have. Uh, yes. Uh, you like games you like little and puzzles games and things? And <laughs> no. No. Well, I brought a lot of those. Well, I brought a lot of those. <laughs> it's just like the most Amish person meets like the biggest. I, I don't know what it was about like bros of that era. That roommate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just like the most stereotypical person, like it's just opposites can like just clash and bounce off each other and don't connect at all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't you got, write. You got you got Mo's out here with his Beano stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know what you were talking about, and this may be an important clarification. Um, Please uh, check out our episode on Cousin Moe's, where we talk about the origins of Cousin Moe's, specifically as it ties to a Fox reality TV show from the 2000s called Amish in the City. Um, there was a character named Moe's uh, upon which Cousin Moe's was uh, was uh, based and inspired by. So uh, please check that out. There's some, also some really funny videos on YouTube that you can check out. Um, but <laughs> it's yes, unbelievable. That's, that's what that means if you have yeah. no idea yeah. what we're talking Thank about. Thank you for yeah. the context. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's very mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right let's move on to uh <laughs> thank you jacob uh let's let's do another one here last one here from uh from haley out in out in reno reno 911 let's go hello this is haley from reno nevada the professional lady baker sorry i called you guys like an hour ago but i forgot the most important thing i was going to tell you which is oh. that you need to tell ryan that her art is the prettiest art of all the art. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like 170 or something episodes in. I'm on the Joe Bennett one, and you were just talking about when Joe Bennett slapped the article on Pam's art, which she is offended by. And it made me recall that if you haven't told her, I would like to tell Ryan that <laughs> Ryan's art is the prettiest art of all the art. And you know what I find sexy? Ryan's art. All right. Uh, thanks. Um, talk to you later, Cynthia. Uh, so, guys, I just realized Haley That's... left that. I just played the wrong one because Haley left that one. Okay. Well, I so <laughs> it was really good, anyways. We're gonna go to Haley's. And I will tell her now. That. Yes, I will tell Ryan. But that. please, this is a good as time as any to acknowledge Ryan and her wonderful contributions to the mm -hmm. program. So, yes. Shout out, Ryan! You're the best. You're the goat. We love you. Uh, all right. Now, Haley's real question. What up, Cynthia? Uh, this is Haley from Reno, um, Nevada. I am a professional lady baker. Got that, that sort of warmth, you know. I actually make pretzels for a living, so that's fun. Ooh, amazing. Every day is pretzel day. Nice. I was calling because oh. thanks to you guys, I now out of context while listening to my AirPods at work yelled out the phrase penis softiosis <laughs> and it was one of your trivias and There's it had to do with name. Andy's impotence and Aaron referring <laughs> to it as penis softiosis to which Dwight said not a problem Washington Monument anyway I also yelled out panty feet and poison gas at work 
I just answer you guys' <laughs> trivia when uh, you guys take half a second, which is always shocking considering Edwin's like a fucking monster. Anyway, uh, sorry for swearing or not, whatever. All right. Uh, anyway, see you later. Say hi to Texas Poon Tampa and uh, Jason, Jason, Jason for me. All right. See you later, Cynthia. Jason, Jason. <laughs> just a great voicemail, Haley. <laughs> good, good on Great you. Voicemail. Thank you, Haley. Washington Monument. <laughs> My job title for this episode should have just been fucking monster. I'm Edwin Jades. Fucking monster. Yeah. Uh it's pretty that's a pretty good move. Uh yeah, I'm always curious of like like our trivia is not really one to like play along with. It's more like is Edwin gonna get it right away or not? Uh, I know. I think when you leave the window, when you leave the door open, and there's like, I, I'm always wondering, who, someone's answering these questions when Edwin doesn't know. So Haley's yeah. one. It's like uh, you know, in Blue's Clues or Dora the Explorer, when she's like, "Where's the map? Where is it?" <laughs> and then you're there screaming at the television. It's in your backpack. It's right behind you. <laughs> Open your eyes. Penis softiosis. Penis softiosis. Sean and Tidy Whitey's blues cruise on this. Blues. Are you Clues. serious? <laughs> right behind you. Wow. An infuriating uh, watch as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Impulsivity and inattention to detail, man. I tell you what. <laughs> it'll get you every time. Boys, do you want to do any more? Yeah. I got... Was there a question? No, there wasn't. Okay. No, I got two more. I got one one, and then a short one. Thank you, one. Haley. So that's what we're going to do hey. here. Thank you, Haley. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to this one from Aaron in Spokane, Washington. This is Aaron from Dunder Mifflin, Spokane. Um, I found your guys' podcast back in August, I think it was. And I just caught up on all the mainline episodes. So wow. I just became a Scott Scott. And now I'm working my way through that backlog of stuff. But you guys are doing awesome content. Nice. Keep it up. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I love when I get to use office quotes in the real world. And most recently, I had a dental appointment where I was getting a temporary crown put in. And the dental assistant was telling me how to safely floss without, you know, accidentally popping the crown <laughs> off. And she said, so when you floss, and you should floss. And so I replied, should, but shorn't. <laughs> but uh, I also use, you know, that's what she said and stuff every now and then. But uh, my question is, what are some office quotes you, you've used in the real world or love using? And, uh, yeah, keep up the great work. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Aaron. But short. Thank you. We we had a similar question on our Patreon this month um, about phrases we use in real life. But this is quotes you want to use more that you don't. I know I've I've said I I use yesh and yeppers a lot with people who don't necessarily know what that means. Oh, yeah. And and in the Baylor, I hardly know her. Like just that formula. I I find myself a lot of the times wanting to say that would be sublime. Yeah, that's that's one that I love to say, actually. 
I did say it the other day. That one's so subtle, like, though, because it's honestly just a, like, it's a little it's intense. It's a nice thing to say. It's a nice thing to say. It's, it's a little intense. It's like, that would be sublime. Um, yeah. There's definitely easier ways to say that, but it, it sometimes it just fits, and I, w- I want someone to, to pick up on the subtlety. I want them to know what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. One that I say to myself often, and I actually don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast because I've thought of it or realized it outside of the podcast, um, is that when I have a really busy work day and it's like meeting to meeting, call to call, whatever it is, and I'm going like between place to place. And like sometimes when I get out of one and walk into the other, I think to myself or I say to myself, we're blowing the roof off. <laughs> we're blowing the roof off. <laughs> Nice. A lot of times I say it like to myself, not to another person, but like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it comes up a lot in my head. Oh, the roof off. I really, you know what? Now I really want to, the next time like stuff's happening at work, I'd really want to turn to someone and just say, we're blowing the roof off. <laughs> uh, Another one that I, what? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was, uh, one, I, one I say in my head a lot never and never say out loud when someone's talking or they're super long winded is I, I go quiet you i just think, think about <laughs> dwight's dwight's little emperor uh darth vader bass going um quiet you <laughs> that's funny um the other one that i think of a lot and sometimes i say it but i would only say it i think to people that i like know well or is um let's see what we can learn by reading <laughs> i love that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh sometimes that i find myself wanting to say no other animal on earth could do this <laughs> maybe beavers maybe beavers talking, may, maybe beavers but not like this but just sometimes like looking out over a city or like <laughs> in any large industrial thing <laughs> no other animal on earth could do this maybe beavers. i like to uh I- Within that same thing, if I'm like gonna make it, like if I'm gonna joke like that, like I'll do the Michael thing where he puts one leg up and just goes, "The city." (laughs) I I do that one all the time. Every hotel room I check into, that's the first thing I do is go to the window. Even when you have the Street View single in Vancouver, (laughs) yeah, even (laughs) even at the La Quinta in in, uh, Oregon City. Uh. Here in Portland, when you pretty much get up on a bridge, or if you're going on I five going north or south you get this great view of the city as you kind of go up and over the river i always say <laughs> so i what i'm picturing is you standing on the edge of i5 with one leg up over the barrier yeah. <laughs> saying ah the city a cup of coffee everyone's yeah. honking your hazard lights are on you're just yeah, yeah cars are just <laughs> cars are getting t-boned left and right around you yeah ah, yeah the city Oh, that's funny. All right. All right. My cat is like meowing so much. If you can hear that on mic, she's nope. freaking out. But we, we have okay. one one left and we're done. All right. Deal? Is that a deal? That's a deal. Okay. This I'll one's real it. short and sweet. You all having birthday cake? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I don't know who it's from. Oh, that's uh, who so or where? Good. That is we're gonna we're gonna end it there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Love it. Love uh, it. Who called and left us a voicemail? Um, 
Thank you so much. If you want to call and leave your own voicemail, it's 503-694-9314. You can also email... (laughs) <laughs> you can also email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Become a Scott's Top for five bucks a month, and you get uh, all of our main feed episodes ad-free. You get a bunch of bonus mailbag episodes and one a month uh, from there on. And uh, you get our Party Down podcast, our Ted Lasso Season 2 podcast. Uh, so check it out and come hang out yeah, with us. That is an amusing link. I'd like it sent to me, please. <laughs> and you get special access to uh, a bunch of cool Discord channels. So um, if you want to support the show, uh, uh, check us out there. Very special thanks to all our Scott's Tots. Uh, we love you guys so much. You make this show possible. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all of our artwork. And she makes the best art of all the art. This episode was recorded over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out, um, for spending a little time with us, for calling in and leaving voicemails and asking questions and uh, making us laugh. I think uh, it's uh, it's just such a doing the show is such a joy week over week, even when you know with different time zones and everything, we're all over the world. Um, so thank you uh, truly for allowing us to continue to do that. Um, Episode 200 is coming up very soon, and very excited to uh, to share that with all of you. Um, and and if something that came up in this episode, like I'm always amazed or uh, and grateful when people find us later on um, and 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 catch up to, to all the stuff that we've put out over the years. It's incredible. So um, just uh, know that we always appreciate it um, every single day. So uh, take care, stay safe. See you next week. Pippity Poppy, give me the zombie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, 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 you. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.